Hi, I'm Christopher. Hi, Seth. everybody. This is Bob. Hey, guys. Bergen. This is Stephanie Shea. Hey, I'm Veronica Taylor. Hey, everybody. This is Billy West. Hey, guys. I'm Ryan Coltley. Hi, this is Kyle Abraham. Hi, this is Kira Buck. Hi, I'm Jameson Price. Hi, I'm Sean Chiplock. You are listening to Two Dads. You're listening to the Two Dads. 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 With another Two Dads in a Podcast. I don't know why we introduce it like that every single time. I don't know. What do you mean? The we're back? Or Or like, welcome to another episode of Two Dads. Like, of course, it's another episode of Two Dads in a Podcast. It's what we're we're doing here. It's what we've done for a year and a half now. That's that's fair. That's fair. But what we haven't done yet is our today's topic. No, we. I mean, that's kind of the point of the show. Is to not do the same topic over and over again. What? Today. So we've talked about Yu-Gi-Oh! before in the past. Obviously, neither one of us really collect it physically, but we not have anymore. played it's been a long time. the game yes. a ton uh, yes. through random handhelds. And, um, I mean, uh, consoles too. You know, I play on the PS4 with the, the Legacy of the Duelist, the more, yeah. one of the more recent ones. Not too long ago, they just released the free-to-play one that has, like, everything in it. It's a little obnoxious. Oh, yeah. More recently, at the beginning of May, or was it beginning of May? Sometime in May was the most recent Forbidden and Limited list that they they just updated and it had some big surprises on there and that's that's kind of at least for me why I was like yeah let's do this because we had there were some cards that have been banned for 17 18 years like change of heart and Yatagarasu that were moved they're back baby they're back they're back because the power creep of Yu-Gi-Oh has gotten so ridiculous they're no longer strong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was it was fun because all, often, as we were discussing earlier, there are often times where there are cards that aren't banned for two, three, five years sometimes, or they come back and go again. Because as the meta changes and as new cards and, like you said, the creep and, and different types of summons have crept into the game... Certain cards were that weren't very broken at first are now like oh yeah, well, holy shit! It happens with, with Magic the Gathering and Pokemon too, where they release these new cards and they don't really think about how it's going to interact with some of the old stuff, and then you get these super combos that are like, wait a second, we can't let people you get do these, that. You get these crazy common cards that were only worth pennies that are now suddenly changing the entire game. Twenty thirty dollars um, now, <laughs> <laughs> and for this card game, like you said, there's also the vice versa where the power creep has also made some of these banned cards or forbidden cards a little weaker now and able to be introduced back in. But then like there are some Change cards in Yatagarasu. Yatagarasu was one of the craziest ones because one of the combos you could literally just lock somebody out from drawing cards for the entire rest of the game. Well, then there are some cards that will just always and forever be broken in the format. We're going to jump off there with your number five, sir. My number five is easily one of the ones that will always be on the forbidden list because it's it's stupid honestly the I, why would they even print a card like this i don't know but they printed it back in 2003 and it's i loved it i love victory that game dragon too. oh yeah this card is stupid <laughs> <laughs> it can't be special summoned 
And to tribute summon it, you have to tribute three dragon type monsters. Which seems pretty tough because, you know, dragon type monsters usually take a little bit more to get onto the battlefield. Right, but right. If this card attacks your opponent directly and reduces their life points to zero, you win the match. Yeah, uh, it's Not the, the game, I win card. The match. It literally is the I win. You're playing with a, you know, a five year old and they're making up rules to the game and just I win. Yeah. That's what this feels like, because game one, if you have this card out and swing, that's it. You don't have to play any other games. You win. I love the the foiling they do on Yu-Gi-Oh cards, too. It yeah, looks they're really, cool. really intricate. No, that's a great card. Uh, it's there are these forbidden lists. There are way more forbidden monsters on these lists mainly because of the effects that are attached to some of these monsters are just insane. And, and that being Definitely. one of them, my number five is one of an, it's, it's an older card obviously, but it was one of my favorites and it's card of safe return. So, Oh, nice. This spell card is when a monster is special summoned from your graveyard, you can draw a card and it seems nowadays, so simple. It seems so simple. But special yeah. summoning from your graveyard is so easy now. <laughs> there are decks that run just specifically off, off of your graveyard. Yep. Yeah. So that's why this card is now insanely just broken. You can ramp up your hand so fast with this, with, with, with some of the decks nowadays. And it's crazy. But back then, I loved playing this card. In Man, I still love format. playing it in the the video games because the video yeah. games they don't limit anything. Like I was right, running right. a deck because Exodia is limited. One of every piece of Exodia can go in your deck. That's it. But in the yeah. video games, you can have three of every one. You can have three of like <laughs> every band card you could want to throw in there. It's kind of stupid, honestly. Uh, I love it. It's right. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So what are you at for uh, number four? My number four is. Another monster that is just way too overpowered, especially with the format the way it is. But it was overpowered when it came out. Let's be honest here. It's a level one monster. It's Magical Scientist. That was a good one. Pay 1000 life points to special summon one level six or lower fusion monster from your extra deck in face yeah. up attack or defense position. It cannot attack your opponent directly, and it's returned to the extra deck at the end of turn. It seems like it has a major backside to it, but no, you get Catapult Turtle out there, you win in one turn. The second you get Magical Scientist and Catapult Turtle out, you win. You pay a thousand life points, bring out a level six monster with 3000 attack, right. catapult it. That's 3000 damage. Oh, let's bring out another one, catapult it, bring out another one, and you win. By spending 3,000, 4,000 life points, which is nothing. That's half of your life. Yeah, no, that's not going to break you in the end. I love these ones where it's like, w w anytime it tells you to sacrifice a 1,000 or less life points, I'm like, <laughs> okay. done. Take me yeah. down to 50. Let's, let's get let's that go. out there. <laughs> right. What's no, your you're number absolutely four? right. That what? one's crazy. My number four actually plays in really nicely to, with my number five with, with a safe return, and that's painful choice. You select Ooh. five cards from your deck. So obviously you're choosing your best five monsters if you're running a graveyard summoning deck, and your opponent selects one card from them. 
and you add that to your hand. So what are you going to do? You're going to load up your hand with cards that you can get back from your graveyard really quick. And it doesn't matter. They've just given you all of those cards, essentially. Well, and not and just then, that, it doesn't even have to be a graveyard based deck. Filtering five cards out of your deck that you may not want is fantastic. That's fair, too. But I mean, if you're playing like no limits, like on the video game you're talking about and you run mine five and my four together, you're summoning your best monsters plus drawing a card every time you do it. That's fucking that's a deal right there. Oh, yeah. It can get ridiculous. There's a reason really why this can. card is banned. That's, the, I just really love it. The the simplistic like effects that this had on on the game, I thought was fantastic. Some of the banned cards, some of the forbidden cards are just that they are extremely simplistic in their nature. But when comboed with other things, they break the game. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of obnoxious. One of those, of course, being my number three cyber jar. Oh, I love cyber jar. It's a basic cyber jar. It's a level three. 900 attack, 900 defense, it's nothing, but it's a flip effect. And its yeah. flip effect can be so powerful, it can completely turn the game. Who the fuck at Konami was like, jars are obviously the strongest thing in the world. <laughs> they really did too. Because <laughs> all of the fucking jar cards are ridiculous. And not all of them are forbidden, but there's quite a few. And then there's quite a few that are limited as well. But Cyber Jar is probably one of the more powerful <laughs> ones with its effect. Flip, destroy all monsters on the field. Doesn't matter if they're face down, face up, doesn't matter. Destroy them all. Then both yeah. players reveal the top five cards from their decks. And then special summon all revealed level four or lower monsters in face up attack position or face down defense position. Yeah, so you've just created this scenario on the board where there's no defense happening at this moment. And not not just that, you can completely have a full deck based around powerful level four monsters. And you get this out there, you flip it, and you're summoning, special summoning four or five level four monsters immediately. If they have other flip effects, say you gotta, you know, if this were completely no holds barred, you got another cyber jar or, or you've got the the fiber jar. You've got so many different things going on and any cards that aren't monsters that get summoned go into your hand. So regardless of whether you get anything out, this is a five card draw off of a flip. Yeah. So I love these type of cards that sort of destroy and disrupt. My number three, I'm going with Delinquent Duo. That's it a really good one. Another pay another 1,000 life points. Pay 1,000. Your opponent discards a card at random, and if they have any other cards in your hand, discard one more card of discard of, one of more their of choice. their choice. Yeah, it's this. You play one, your opponent discards two. They only have two cards in their hand. That's it. Their hand is gone. If they have three and they have one of their combo pieces, that could be gone because it's discarded at random, and yeah. then they have to get rid of one of the other cards. Like this is huge disruption, and at the cost of only one thousand life points, totally so, worth it. Yeah, yeah, you're back 
backed in if you're backed into a corner early on or or you can tell they're setting something up this is kind of like there are cards in, in pokemon that do this really well now like marnie where, where you just both players are shuffling their hands back in their deck this is a way to sort of stop whatever they're fucking doing so yeah, that you magic have more has time very similar cards and very similar uh, structured decks that are based on drawing as many cards getting these combos together and if you're forcing them to discard combo pieces you can completely disrupt the whole game yeah so i just like that one it's kind of a blast from the past well my number two is also a major blast from the past and i have to tell you when i play this card it allows me to draw two cards and it's pot of greed (laughs) and pot of greed when played allows you to draw two cards from your deck and put them into your hand that is my favorite card of of look it's my favorite card to allow you it's my it's what it's my favorite card that allows you to draw two cards and put it into your hand i love I was going to choose that for number three. Half of the reason I have this up at so high at number two are the memes and the cartoons, the TV shows. Every time they would play this card, they would describe exactly what it does. Kaiba would be like, it's like the shortest sentence. Pot of Greed that allows me to draw two additional cards. Next, I'm going to play Pot of Greed. It allows me to draw two cards from my deck and put them into my hand. Way to make a like <laughs> five word text box drag out for three or four sentences. It's not even a five word text box. It's literally draw two cards. It is a three, two words and a number. Draw two cards. I love, I love that card. It's my favorite card. Not my favorite. Honestly, it's one of them. It's top five. I get why this is banned. And it seems so simple. Draw two cards. Why is playing one card, drawing two, so strong? Okay, so not only does this technically dig you three cards into your deck because you draw this, then you draw two additional. So that's filtering your deck out further. It also gives you a plus one card advantage. Usually draw card stuff is... There's a downside. You have to pay life points. You have to sacrifice a creature, whatever it is. And then you can draw two or it's draw three and discard two. You know, there's different effects like that. This is just straight draw two cards. And everybody knows in every card game, card advantage is king. You get card advantage, you are going to get up on your opponent so fast if you can draw additional cards. And Pot of Greed allows you to draw two additional cards. Yeah, except in Pokemon where they've just kind of thrown the rules out completely when it comes to (laughs) drawing. And And this was one of the first cards in the game. This was one of the first cards in the original set back with the Legend of Blue Eyes White Dragon. That's why it holds so much nostalgia in my, my heart. That and it's it was last printed in 2015, so they haven't printed it. It's been forbidden for so long that they're just, you know, they put it in some of the the legendary collection decks and, you know, the structured decks that aren't for tournament play. It's just more nostalgic based. So they had them in those, but I I don't know. I just I really enjoy drawing two cards from my jar, but it's jar adjacent. It it is. It is. It's 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 a pot. (laughs) They love their pottery. They (laughs) They love their pottery, especially pottery that allows you to draw two cards. So my number two (laughs) is another pottery. (laughs) It is. You've mentioned it. It is the fiber jar fiber jar. This was so close to my list. This one is a full reset. Each player shuffles all the cards from their hand, field, graveyard into their deck, draw five cards. Fully reset. Reset. This one's kind of obnoxious because it includes itself. Like you said, it's everything. 
and unless they were cards were removed from play, those ones stay out of play. If you're down to 50 life points and your opponent still has 8000, this is a reset. This gives you a chance to get back on the board and take advantage. That's the type of annoying fucking move that I would like to make. <laughs> it, it really is. It is true control. This is one of those, if you're in the lead and your opponent starts to pop off, eh, yeah. nah, let's reset. <laughs> so what did, doing you, this. what did you rank up uh, at a uh, number one there? My number one is probably the most annoying card, and it should be <laughs> right up your alley. It's a trap card. Love me some trap cards. This one... <laughs> it's stupid. It's so stupid. It's the self-destruct button. <laughs> it is self-destruct button. This is one of those cards. If you if you're playing, you know, just casual, whatever, no holds barred, you throw in yeah. there because shit, I'm losing. I don't want to lose. We're going to draw. It's an automatic draw. You can only activate this card while your life points are lower than your opponent's life points. And the difference is 7,000 points or more. Both players' life points become zero. Self-destruct. Yeah. Self-destruct, but I'm taking you with me. This is a draw. Honestly, it's not hard to do. This is one of those that you would just troll your friends with. It's not difficult to do. Oh, yeah. You play a true control. You're you're limiting them down with Swords of Revealing Light. They can't attack. They can't get to your life points. You use things that give your opponents life points. So you right. don't necessarily have to lose them. <laughs> and then you self-destruct. I mean, they made it obvious like <laughs> you couldn't keep that in the meta. You couldn't keep that in play. No, no, because when this was in play and this was being used, it was just that people would be losing and they're like, no, I don't want to lose. We're just going to draw. It's just yeah, a mixed tournament situation, fun, right? <laughs> I do love that. <laughs> Thank it's, you for putting that as your number one. Look, man. I put it as my number one just because of how annoying this card yeah. is. <laughs> is it the most broken card? No. Is it going to piss people off every time you use it? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the type of card I like. So my number one is Ass Blaster, Dragon Ruler of Infernos. Did, I added a little flavor at the beginning did, of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you? This card is just <laughs> ridiculous. It's obviously so you're running a fire deck at this part or dragon. So it's Blaster. attack is twenty eight hundred. Oh, its defense is eighteen hundred. If this card is in your hand or graveyard, you can banish a total of two fire and or dragon type monsters from your hand and or graveyard. Except this card special summon this card during your opponent's end phase. If this card was special summoned, which it was, yeah, it's yeah. the only way to summon it. <laughs> well, you can tribute summon it. It doesn't say it can only be special summoned. So you can tribute summon it, but it's pointless to do that. Right, right. Because right. you're losing Why its effects. Return it to the hand. So it's coming right back. You can mm -hmm. discard this card and one fire monster to the graveyard, then target one card on the field. Destroy that target. If this card is banished, oh, take a breath, take a breath. <laughs> Add one fire dragon type monster from your deck to your hand. Uh, you can only use one <laughs> blaster dragon ruler of Inferno's effect per turn and only once that turn. This card. Ridiculous. 
This card printed in 2013. This is, you know, I I can't say for a fact, but this is one of those cards that we've talked about in the past that just has a whole wall of text, and you're like, I don't feel like reading this. I don't care. I can't even. I can't get through it without laughing because it's just so ridiculous. Everything you can do with this card, it because if you're like playing eight it, different effects. If you're playing it, it just keeps coming back to you and keeps coming back to you. But you can also fucking tribute this motherfucker to draw the best card out of your deck into your hand and it's not a shabby motherfucker itself with its 2800 attack it, it is not and it can just do whatever and then come right back it's like <laughs> oh but it gets better they they didn't they didn't ban they didn't you can destroy any card destroy any card with it bring a fire dragon type monster from your deck to your hand not even allows you to summon it from its card on the graveyard you can destroy your own card if it fucking benefits destroy your own card destroy face down spells or traps destroy field spells but what makes this even funnier is this card is uh, forbidden but burner dragon ruler of sparks is not <laughs> which is essentially one of the ways to special summon in blaster dragon ruler of infernos yes i'm going to say the name every time because with burner you can discard this card in one dragon type or fire monster special summon one blaster dragon of ruler of infernos from your deck so not only do you have this crazy card that has all these different effects but you also have a card that allows you to special summon this in another special way directly from your deck, whereas before <laughs> you could only do it from your hand or your graveyard. And then it was still special summon, so it still returns to your hand. You still keep it. Yeah, you still deck. get all those crazy effects. Yeah, it's <laughs> this is a really it's fun one. Fun. This is yeah. one of those ones that's truly busted, whereas, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> a couple of mine were Magic, Magical Scientist, Victory Dragon. Those are truly busted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number one, annoying. Your number one, forbidden for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> for a very can't good fuck reason. fuck with the ass blaster. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that was that was our our Yu Gi Oh fun. I love casually playing Yu Gi Oh, so I I like doing this one. My um, we've talked about this before. My favorite thing with Yu-Gi-Oh is to play the video games, especially I really, really like the Legacy of the Duelists, the most yeah. recent non free to play game. Right. It's right. it's fantastic. And it doesn't it allows you to just use however many of these forbidden cards and stuff as you want. So you want to do the Yada. Uh, I don't know if Yada Garasu is in there, but if it is and you wanted to do the card draw lock, that's it in previous games. If I'm not mistaken, the Yadagarasu, which is now back to limited with that one, if you got that combo out onto the battlefield, the AI would just straight up concede. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how messed up that combo is. They're just like, yep, I can't win. You win. <laughs> so if you have a favorite band Magic the Gathering card or just any Magic the Gathering. Wait, we're in Yu-Gi-Oh now, aren't we? <laughs> Do you have a favorite Back up, rewind restart? So if you if you have a favorite band Yu-Gi-Oh card or just a favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card or deck or whatever altogether, 
reach out and let us know. You can do so on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all at 2DEP2020. You can email us at 2DEP2020 at gmail.com. And as always, next time on Two Dads and a Podcast. Next time on Two Dads and a Podcast, we're going to... Uh, talk uh, about something. We we really need to plan these things out a little uh, better so we can have something to say at the end of the year. You know what? It, it is hard to plan <laughs> some things out when sometimes we're trying to we're jump trying to on catch whatever up and, is well catch up, but also like whatever, like doing whatever's currently is relevant, sort of yeah, relevant. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll do something Marvel related because June 22nd, Multiverse of Madness is dropping on Disney Plus. If you haven't seen it, that is the time to watch it. It's fantastic. Oh, is it? Fantastic. I still so. have to watch this, the Spider-Man. Oh, yes. Yes, you do. So maybe, maybe we'll do something Marvel. I don't know. We'll figure that out. Uh, I do have Spider-Man villains on here. That's a good Mar- one. Ambiguous Marvel uh, villains. Should, should we create our own Sinister Six when we do that and not do a top five and do six? We can. I also have Towers favorite. <laughs> like, Towers. I don't know why. Like, I actually Thanks. enjoy that that topic. I think that's a great yeah, topic. But at the same but time, so you're, silly. Just, <laughs> you're just talking about real estate. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll figure this out, guys. Keep an eye out. Keep an ear out. And until next time, thank you so much for listening. Have a nice day, you guys.